Welcome to the Faith and Money Podcast, where listeners are invited to explore the captivating intersection of faith and finances. Leading the way are two remarkable hosts, Keith Conley, President of True Legacy Financial Planning, and Crystal Wampler, President of Can Ethics. Faith and Money explores a diverse array of financial topics, always placing Christ at the center of our discussions. From the basics of budgeting and investing to the transformative power of charitable giving and the dynamics of entrepreneurship, we explore it all. Keith and Crystal invite guests who are thought leaders, financial experts, and individuals who have successfully integrated faith and finances, offering practical tools and inspiring stories to guide you on your own path. If you find the Faith and Money podcast valuable and entertaining, please subscribe and give us a five-star rating. By subscribing, you'll never miss an episode, and your rating will help us reach more people, empowering them to align their faith and finances. Now, without any further delay, here's Keith and Crystal. Welcome to this exciting episode of the Faith and Money podcast. My name is Keith Conley. I'm here with my famous co-host, Crystal Wampler. Crystal, how's it going? Good, thank you. So nice to see you. It's been a while. What have you been up to? Oh, traveling, working with clients. You know, the government paid for my last vacation. It was kind of nice. <laughs> now that's some smart tax planning and strategy right there. Yeah, well, I had uh, some new clients that I needed to go visit up in the Eastern Sierras and uh, one of my favorite places in the world. And so we had the unfortunate uh circumstance of, of camping in an RV park next to a, a beautiful creek and at, at 8,300 feet in elevation. And we, you know, we were just so burdened with having to visit Alpine lakes and gorgeous views. And it was, it was just awful. <laughs> it sounds like it. I actually um, saw some of the photos that you shared and it's absolutely beautiful. That's the way to travel is on the government's dime. Yeah, well, you know, all of those expenses for those who are wondering what I'm talking about, uh, you know, all of our expenses, because I was visiting with a client, it was it is considered a business trip. So might as well deduct those expenses. Uh, you know, the clients just had an amazing home that they built on their own, you know, 20 some years ago. They have a beautiful view outside their front window, which is a very large window, by the way, of, of Mount Tom. Uh, just great. You know, there's still mount snow in the mountains. Uh, it's just fantastic. Picture us. So, you know, I was thinking, you know, Crystal, have you ever heard the, the statement, you know, it's lonely at the top? I have. You know, it's, it's, it's a cliche statement, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but it's actually a true statement. You know, not many folks who are in positions of leadership have the ability or, or the kinds of relationships where they can share problems or, or receive advice from folks who uh, understand their circumstances. That is true. Yeah. You know, the one of the things that I've, I've really benefited from you, Crystal, is, is having the ability to learn from you and and I, and I hope that you've learned some stuff from me, but, you know, maybe you're smarter than I am. I don't know. Oh, um, no. We, we all know that iron sharpens iron, Keith. You know, I, I try to educate you about, you know, things like cryptocurrency 
and you educate me about things like key man insurance, we, uh, we, we help each other. We talk about quite a bit of stuff too. Yeah. You know, and I think some of the other things I've learned from you is how to develop those relationships with high net worth folks and, you know, people who, who are our clients. And, and so, you know, we've rubbed off on each other a little bit, I suppose. I suppose. I, I definitely think so. Thank you. Yeah. Well, you know, the reason I bring this up is that we're having a conversation today uh, with James Schulz, uh, who has extensive experience as a uh, chairperson for a peer advisory group. You know, I, I'm a part of a peer advisory group as well, as I know you are. Um, and, I, and I like these groups because, you know, I'm a business leader. Uh, and uh, it, I benefit greatly from having a small group of, of peers who are in different industries who we can continue to learn from and, and gather insights from people in, in different uh, industries. I, it's so good to be able to learn and hear about other perspectives because, quite frankly, I just don't know everything. Yeah, I agree. I, I love these groups. You, you know, network and support and, you know, help each other grow. It's, it's super important. And, you know, like you said, when you get to the top, it's, you know, it's, it's about building strategies and, you know, who, who can you talk to? You can't talk to, you know, if you're a founder, you can't really talk to, you know, your, the people that you're with about some of your, you know, your employees about your issues in your, your business. So you need other founders that you can speak with, people that's been there, done that, to help you grow. It's not that, you, not that you can't talk to people in your organization. It's just that you have to be wise about how you talk about it and what things you talk about with who. Uh, because, you, you know, as a leader, uh, you need to have a level of transparency. You need to have a level of of being able to express some of the things that uh, you're trying to accomplish, but yet you don't want to project a negative uh, aspect of, of, hey, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> and so, it, it, you know, it could be a, a, a very lonely road. Uh, and so today I'm very excited to speaking with, with Jim. Uh, how are you doing today, Jim? I am wonderful. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Crystal, why don't you go ahead and introduce our guest? Sure, absolutely. Today we are interviewing Jim Schultz on the seven laws of leadership. Jim Schultz has extensive experience as a startup founder and C-suite leader as a CEO and COO. He has industry food service industry experience. During his career, he has been awarded titles such as Employee of the Year, Rep of the Year, Vendor of the Year. Besides being a fan of eating, drinking, which is all vegetarian, James burns off his meals with daily mountain bike rides in the Southern California mountains. As a cyclist, James not only rides, but is a leader of a local cycling adv advocacy group, AMTR. James also serves on several local boards, of nonprofits and is an active member in his college alumni association, the United States Merchant Marine Academy. And since 2021, he has served as a chairperson for a chapter of Vistage, which is a peer advisory group for executives of businesses. Welcome, Jim. 
Thank you. Thanks for the uh, wonderful introduction. You're welcome. You know, one of his former employees stated this about Jim. Under Jim's ambitious leadership and intense focus, our company has achieved year-over-year double-digit growth in just two years. Jim leads by example, which keeps everyone motivated. He helped align IT with the business goals and sponsored several key initiatives that decreased risk, increased operational inefficiencies, and increased customer satisfaction. It is a pleasure to work with him. James, can you tell us a little bit more about Vistage and its benefits? Absolutely. I'd love to. Thanks for the opportunity to do so. Uh, so Vistage is the largest peer advisory group in the world. Uh, been around for 60 some years. I mean, we have a long, long lineage. Uh, it started with business leaders in Milwaukee that realized even though everyone runs a different type of business, we all face similar problems. So it doesn't matter if you're in IT, if you're in wholesale distribution, if you're a service oriented company, issues and problems that we face, both good and bad are universal uh, for all companies. And what they found is that in bringing those ideas and issues to the fore, they could discuss them in an open format that would bring creative thought into their business because the way I might solve something could be completely novel to you, Crystal, and you would not even know, ever have never even thought of that idea in the past until you work it out in a mastermind group type setting. So at the core of Vistage, we recognize that while all businesses are different, we face very similar problems. And when you bring a group together in an organized structured format like we do, it gives business leaders and owners the opportunity to really bring new thoughts into their world and create innovation in their business on a daily basis. Yeah, I mean, that's so good. And, you know, as I was researching for our, our podcast today, I I was perusing the Vistage website, which just has such a wealth of information. Uh, and I found this document called the seven laws of leadership. And, and I, and, you know, we only have so much time and, you know, Crystal's a talker. So, you know, maybe, <laughs> Maybe we won't get through all seven of them, but I, and I hope we can get through a couple of them. And, you know, I found that, you know, these seven laws of, of leadership were just so good. You know, these were very in-depth ideas that are innovative, but they're not really all that new. You know, they're innovative in that, you know, a lot of people have never considered these aspects of leadership. Uh, and as I was thinking through these laws, I noticed that a lot of the laws or all of these laws I can place with biblical concepts. You know, so before we kind of get diving into it, Jim, can you tell us a little bit about your own faith? Uh, absolutely, Keith. Thanks for asking. Uh, I am in a faith-filled community of the Roman Catholic Church. Uh, I'm a lifelong uh, Catholic, a practicing Catholic, and uh we put our money where our mouth is. Uh, my kids have been educated in faith-based schools, specifically Catholic schools. And I think that there is tremendous overlap in applying what you learn on a Saturday or Sunday, be it in temple or in church or another house of worship to business and making yourself a better business person. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent, Jim. Um, You'll have to forgive me. I'm I'm a Presbyterian, so but we can still 
we can still chat. We can still be friends. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, so, you know, the first law was that we should reject shortcuts. Uh, and, and what I have found is that a lot of times, you know, we're always looking for the shortest path to success. But why do you think, Jim, that that leads to disappointment? Well, I saw a, uh, a video, and I can't take credit for this, but it was the definition of grit. And it said that grit is about doing the right thing every single day and not really worrying about the reward. The reward is random. You don't know when the reward is going to come. But if you do the right thing every single day, you will get the reward in life. And I mean, certainly from a scriptural standpoint, I mean, it is clearly said in the Bible that you don't know when you're going to be called. That's the surprise. The reward is there for those that do the right thing on a daily basis. And, and I mean, it happens in business all the time, right? And I think where the opposite of grit is where you start something and you stop it. You start it and you stop it. You're continually going in different directions. You're never really giving a, um, a strategy, a chance to germinate and take seed. And uh, so to me, uh, grit is, is essential in life, both uh, if you're going to walk this earth as a, a good person as a religious person, again, we don't know when we're going to be called, but the reward is there if we do the right thing. So just do the right thing every single day. And you might be called later in life. You might be called earlier, but we're all going to be called for sure. Do the right thing and you're going to get the reward. The exact same thing happens in business. If you bounce from strategy to strategy, you're never going to get anywhere. You're constantly going to be chasing your tail. One of the key things that we speak about in our group is what is your strategy? Have that discipline to go after it. And then the benefit of Vistage or a mastermind group, but Vistage specifically, it gives every member an opportunity to discuss strategy, to get input, to give a member the confidence to go forward and execute that strategy because they have the opportunity every single month to say, hey, Here's what my strategy is. I want your feedback. I want your input. What have you done that hasn't worked? What do I need to be aware of? And, and it's incredibly powerful to do that in a group atmosphere where you get unbiased support and unbiased feedback from other business leaders. Yeah, I, I think that's so good. And, and I love the fact that, you know, Vistage gives the, uh, that document from Vistage gives the idea of an athlete with that rigor and grit. Uh, sure. I think of, of the late Kobe Bryant. Now, I'm not a basketball fan. I was a wrestler in high school, so I kind of have an aminus against basketball. But <laughs> no no offense to all my basketball-loving friends and listeners. But I've always respected Kobe Bryant because of his work ethic. You know, he was the guy who could just blow everybody out of the water with his skills, but yet he was constantly on the court practicing. Uh, and I don't know who who the the teammate was who told this story. I don't recall, but he was always wanting to you know beat Kobe Bryant. He wanted to outwork him. He wanted to be in the in the practice room earlier than Kobe Bryant. And one day, you know, he thought that he was finally going to be able to get onto the court before Kobe. 
Uh, you know, Kobe was known to be on the court, you know, very early in the morning practicing his shooting skills and, and his other skills to be, you know, the best basketball player. And, and he thought that one day he was absolutely going to be able to beat Kobe Bryant because Kobe was injured. But yet he was disappointed that even when Kobe was injured, he was still on the court practicing before him. <laughs> Uh, and, and, you know, that was the key to Kobe Bryant's success as one of the best, you know, basketball players of all time. He knew how to th shoot a basket. He knew how to do the free throws. He knew how to do all of these things better than anybody. But yet he continued to practice and refine his skills. He didn't allow himself to uh, to really just become plain at his at his skills he was constantly working at it. and and Kobe owned his results yeah. uh, and, and and so there really is no shortcut to success and and what we find is that uh, you know people who try to cut corners end up with with negative results without a doubt uh, corner cutting never gets you where you want to go and uh Kobe Bryant was a great basketball player as a Chicago guy. I uh, go back a few years prior and Michael Jordan was the same and uh, was the first one on the court, practiced the hardest off season. And both Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant are the perfect example of grit. They did the right thing every single day and they knew it was going to take them to where they wanted to get to. And uh, it's interesting because we all have varying degrees of talent. Some of us are taller. Some of us are shorter if we're playing basketball. Some of us are smarter. Some of us aren't as blessed in that way. We all have different talents in life. But the one thing that we can all control is our grit, our hard work for the effort. And uh, it's not coincidental. Those that show the most grit and that work the hardest have the best results. And sometimes as business owners, I know I've had this problem is that I feel like I have to have everything figured out before I start a process, you know, and, and this really came out in my podcasting. I really wanted to podcast for a long time, but I didn't know how. And I finally just said, you know what, I'm going to start. It's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be the best ever, but you know what, I'm just going to do it and I'm going to learn as I go. And, and what's happened is, our podcast has matured, hasn't it, Crystal? We've gotten better. Absolutely. Now we have an intro and an outro. Now we have a little bit of editing. And you know what? Our listener audience is growing. And so sometimes if we're going to have a, a goal that we're trying to reach as a business owner or as a business leader, we just have to get started and not and know that we're not going to be perfect right off of the get-go. We can get insight. We can learn from others. We can get some feedback. But at the end of the day, we have to get started and we have to stay the course. Most the, of the course, yeah. Yeah, the pursuit of uh, an impossible to see, achieve perfection is the biggest enemy of progress. And uh, not that you don't try to get better on a daily basis, but at some point, yeah, absolutely, Keith, you got to get started. And uh and again, the beauty of Vistage is you're around a framework of people that will give you motivation and reaffirm your good ideas and help you get started, help you with that motivation, kick you off on that journey, and, and then keep you on track month after month. It's really awesome. Yeah. 
I, I agree with you too. And that actually takes me down to, you know, law number six, which is find a trusted guide, challenge assumptions, identify blind spots and, and, and accountability. And, you know, I can speak from experience and being a Vistage member for nearly two years. And um, Jim was actually my Vistage chair. And one of the first things that he did was help us uh, pair us with account an accountability partner, you know, someone to help you stay accountable, um, you know, stay in that grit mindset, you know, and, um, and, and challenge my assumptions and, and, and notify me of my blind spots. And so my account accountability coach um, and partner was one of them was Rick LeBlanc. And Rick is actually still um, one of my clients and he is a partner. I call him and talk about all of my business ideas and he tells me exactly what he thinks. He doesn't hold anything back. Um, he is just a very, uh, a very great mentor. And, and, you know, one of the things that um, Jim is really good at is matchmaking, you know, setting up the right people to help mentor the right people. And that's part of it. Right, Jim? Absolutely. No, you, you have to be with the right person. Uh, I think the, the proverb noted on the handout that you passed out without counsel plans fail, but with many advisors, they succeed. Again, be it a spiritual partner uh, that could be a clergy or be it a business partner, we get there together. Um, my sister is a lifelong runner, very fast runner, very good runner. She had never run a marathon, though. And first thing she wanted to do when she decided she wanted to run her first marathon, she was in her mid-40s, was she joined a running group. Now, she knows how to run. She's run her entire life. She's a dedicated runner. But having that group around you is really the difference maker, right? So again, she lived in Chicago like I did. And when it's five in the morning in the middle of winter and you really don't want to get out of bed, having that accountability partner to help get you to the start of the daily run is key. Uh, hey, my shins are hurting. Yeah, that's normal. Your, your shins should be hurting after this many miles. Or, hey, my shins are hurting. Ooh, maybe take a break. You might be overtraining because in my experience, when my shins started to hurt at this point, I was probably overtraining. So, I mean, you can find anecdote after anecdote about the importance of having an accountability partner. And yeah, without counsel plans fail, but with many advisors, they succeed. Uh, so it, it's really important in every aspect of life. And that's something we focus on at Vistage in a big way. You know, what's really interesting uh, is that when I entered your group, I was working with clients that were, you know, five to 20 million. And by the time I exited your group, which I would have never exited if I didn't move, but I did. And, but by the time I exited, my clients were 50 million plus. And now it's only been a few months after I've exited and my clients are a hundred million plus. So, you know, Vistage is a fantastic um group to join if if you're out there listening i recommend you reaching out to jim schultz um you know we were talking about law number six keith it says that proverbs 15 22 goes along with that 
What yeah, is yeah. what does Proverbs fifteen twenty two say? Well, that you know, uh, Jim, that verse, you know, it's without counsel plans fail, but with many advisors they succeed. And what I always tell people is, hey, two heads are better than one. Iron sharpens iron. And if we're all on the same team, we're all on the same side, we're all working towards the same goals. You know, different perspectives, disagreements are not necessarily a bad thing if it's handled correctly. Now, For the sure. one who thinks they know everything and that they're absolutely right and no one else has a has a uh, perspective or, or a point to add, you know, maybe those aren't the best advisors or the best people to have on the team. Uh, and, and that really, you know, addresses the fact that we need to be very careful who we choose to have as our advisors. And we already have many advisors. You know, I don't know about you, but I have an advisor for my car. When I have a problem with my car, I go to my mechanic. I know him. Irving's a great guy. He's honest and he knows what he's doing. I could probably change the oil in my car if I wanted to. I don't. But uh, I don't tell him how to change the oil in my car. And I certainly don't try to tell him that my, whether or not my transmission needs to be rebuilt. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, and, you know, we have our tax uh, advisors. We have our, our medical advisors. You know, we have people advising us all the time and having the wisdom to know who to trust and, and who has our best interest is, is just such a, a valuable thing to know and, and comprehend. Absolutely. Yeah, so let's talk about another one of these uh, laws. Uh, I love this one, law number two, you know, create space to work on the business. So a lot of us are very accustomed to working in the business, but what's the difference between that and working in and on the business, Jim? Uh, yeah, great question. Um, working in the business is when you're just involved in the day-to-day -day details and you're really so granular that you're missing the big picture and the big opportunities. And what we find in Vistage is that, you know, a Vistage meeting day is not a day off. It's, it's not a day of, hey, let's go play golf or let's go have fun or network. It's a day of, of being able to pull back, reflect on what you're doing, get feedback on that and really work on the business rather than just focused on the granular. You know, my, my goal as a Vistage chair is for people, all the members to come into every single meeting and have a couple big picture type topics they can take back to their business. So for example, I had a, a speaker that came in that spoke about IT security. Hey, you know, if you're a business owner, it's one thing to be involved on a day-to-day -day basis and just, you know, looking at all the different metrics you look at. But if you step back from your business, what are the big risk factors from an IT standpoint? And not that a business owner or a CEO is then going to go fix the IT risk factors they have, but it gives you an opportunity to pull back, work on the business, understand risk, and then go back to your team and put plans into place to mitigate that risk from an IT standpoint. So it's, it's just a chance to be reflective. Um, again, when you look at when you look at anything that you do in life, it's always good to pull back, have time to be reflective and, and think about what you're doing in life. Um, you know, we talk about there's only one day uh, to take off the, the Sabbath day and, and any religion, they have it. 
this is the same type of concept, right? It's a chance to pull back and be reflective. And instead of worrying about picking up groceries, getting the lawn mode, going to get groceries, getting your kid to school and just be involved in a daily basis. When you practice as a Vistage member, when you practice as a religion, it's the same opportunity for reflection to, to look back on, on what's going on in your life and really make sure you're on the right path from a big picture standpoint. So I think it's incredible, incredibly critical that anyone does that in any phase of their life. Um, uh, employee burnout, employer burnout, ownership burnout is at an all time high. And that's because we're connected 24 seven via email, Slack, uh, text messaging, the, the countless different uh, third party messenger apps where you can communicate with people around the world. We, we never shut down anymore. Uh, and the brain isn't really designed to work like that. So a day at a Vistage group is a day to shut your brain down from the day-to-day granular, engage it differently, have some new perspectives, some new thoughts, and really reflect. And then obviously in scripture, we're instructed to do the same one day of the week. Take a day and, and give it to your religion in which you unplug, you relax, you get yourself back in that groove and make sure you're right on track. The, uh, the, the parallels are scary. They're so close. Right. You know, Jim, I, I am a solopreneur. It's just me. You know, I have my business partner, but, you know, we have a lot of things we do together and we have a lot of things that we do separate. My business partner is 70 some years old and he's just kind of floating and, and building his part of the business. And, and I'm working and, and grinding to build mine because I'm quite a bit younger than than Bob. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love the fact that you know, the handout that Vistage provided talking about, you know, getting out of the office, getting out of your regular environment to work on the business. Uh, and, you know, I live in Orange County. I live right by the coast. And, and one of the places that I love to go to work on the business is right there in, in, at Crystal Cove by the ocean. I love it there. And, you know, I sit at a coffee shop and, and I read and, and I might do some writing. I do some things. Uh, you know, to help me figure out what it is that I'm doing that's getting me off track uh, and, and, and make plans to get back on track and to stay on track. And, and I find that, you know, even this is a biblical concept, as you stated, you know, when I'm working on my life, you know, the, the Jesus shows a pattern of rising early in the morning and going out of his regular surroundings to a desolate place to contemplate and to pray. You know, we see that very frequently in, in, in the gospels, you know, particularly Mark one thirty five. you know, we see Jesus withdrawing and, and praying and, and reflecting uh, to work on his spiritual life and, and on his mission. Uh, and for the Christian business owner, uh, having that time to get out of the office, to get out of, of the home and, and, Go to a different place and and pray and reflect and and kind of ground yourself is just so important. Well, it's about being well-rounded in every aspect of your life. So you can't be in the granular every single day, either professionally or personally. Um, So it's about taking that time away from your business to work on the business. Uh, It's about taking, as, as stated at the beginning, I'm an avid cyclist. It's about taking time to get out in nature, be it 
hiking, be it cycling, be it camping, be it just sitting in a park and reflecting at Crystal Cove, which is a beautiful place. Uh, and then obviously taking the time in your place of worship uh, to also reflect. I mean, all of these timeouts are necessary and they're, they're critical to maintain a healthy mindset. And again, with the um, almost epidemic proportions of mental health problems, uh, we're, we're too many people aren't doing that. And it just really creates a lot of burnout, which, which sends people down a bad spiral. So it's uh, I think it's critical. I'm a believer in it. Uh, people need to get out and they need to, to see the rest of the world and, and they can't be at the grindstone every day. And, and Vistage is a, uh, an avenue to help you do that. Well, we're running low on time here, uh, Jim, this has been a great discussion. There's a lot of other things that I would have loved to discuss. Uh, but, you know, I would recommend that all of our listeners who have enjoyed this discussion, which I know is all of you, uh, go to the Vistage website and you can actually download the seven laws of leadership on directly on the Vistage website. Jim, could you tell us a little bit more about how someone could connect with you and, and learn more about Vistage? Uh, sure. Um, you can easily find me uh, on LinkedIn. Uh, you can also email me. My email is my name, James dot Schultz, that's S-C-H-U-L-Z-E, at vistagechair.com. Happy to share my cell phone. And if, if people want to talk about business or any of the other topics we spoke about, love to do so. And, and I can be reached at 310-977-5128. Uh, you know, th this is a, uh, being a Vistage chair is, is more than just a, a job. It's a calling. It's about, you know, I like being the person that, that, I don't lead anyone on their journey. I just facilitate their journey and uh, providing that avenue for people to get together as a group, providing them the opportunity to take time away. Um, the other piece, you know, that we didn't speak about is I meet with everyone in my group once a month on a one-to-one. -one. Crystal and I had many incredibly great one-to-ones in which we would hold each other accountable. We would set new goals and agendas. Uh, it, it's really a, a wonderful vehicle for business improvement, personal reflection, and, uh, you know, we'd love to talk to anyone about their leadership journey and, and how Vistage could help them out. That was actually one of my favorite parts of Vistage was meeting with you one-on-one -on -one each month. So thank you, Jim, so much for joining us today. I encourage all of our listeners and viewers, please reach out. Uh, Jim is located in Southern California. Uh, whereabouts in Southern California are you? I'm in Orange County. I'm, I'm Keith's neighbor. So I'm located in Yorba Linda, but uh, my members are spread all around Orange County and I'm regularly out and about. And, and Vistage is not just in Orange County. There are... No, Vistage is global, actually. We're in maybe 30 countries at this point, 27,000 uh, members strong and growing. So uh, we're you can find us all over the place. Excellent. Well, thanks again to our, our wonderful listeners for enjoying this episode of the Faith and Money podcast. If you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe uh, and to like and, and share the podcast with a friend and perhaps an enemy too. Until next time, you can always contact Crystal at her website, uh, canethics.com. And my website is truelegacyfp.com. Until next time, so long and God bless. Thanks, everybody.
Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the Faith and Money Podcast. But remember, our conversations don't end here. We invite you to continue exploring these fascinating subjects by subscribing to our podcast. By subscribing, you'll never miss an episode, ensuring that you stay connected to our community of like-minded individuals seeking wisdom and guidance in their financial and spiritual lives. And while you're at it, Don't forget to rate and review the Faith and Money podcast. Your feedback not only helps us improve, but it also allows others to discover and benefit from these enriching discussions. Your words have the power to inspire and empower others to embark on their own journeys toward financial well-being and spiritual fulfillment. Lastly, we want to extend a heartfelt invitation to join us for future episodes. We have exciting guests lined up, who will share their unique perspectives and experiences. Together, we'll continue to dive deeper, challenge conventions, and uncover hidden truths that can transform our lives for the better.